Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, the show that empowers you to unlock your full potential and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Jen Roth, and I am beyond grateful to be here with you today. Welcome back, everyone. So, so grateful to have you with us today. I am beyond grateful to have a beautiful sister in the field with me, Katie Evans, who has been an explorer, champion in business, remarkable mother, who is now even in the the massive gift of being a grandparent out in the world, traveling, building multiple businesses, partnership with your husband as well. So Katie, go ahead and, and take a, a moment or two and, and describe and explain who you are and, and we'll dive into more about your history and background and the gifts that you're offering this world. Yeah, you know, it's funny, you always say, I'm Katie. And the very first thing that comes to my mind is I'm a wife, which I love and a mom. And I'm in this new world of being a grandma. I have four grandkids that are seven and five and three and one. And that has been probably the most rewarding thing I've done is to watch these amazing little humans grow. I love to travel so much. I love to explore. I love business. I love the creative side of business and being able to use your creativity to build what you want to do in your brand. And um, I'm a business coach. We help women build the inside out of their business. We help them with the front and the back end. And I get to work with just amazing women. And gosh, I love 80s music. I love food and I just love exploring. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. In in your journey, I had the opportunity of having a conversation with Vernon when I came to one of your events, and it was an absolute blast. It sounds like the two of you have created just a, a remarkable, when you get to the end of this lifetime, not even questioning one minute of it. It, it feels like you two have just gone all in in every area and it warms my heart to see you doing what you're doing, getting to be the family woman that you are and businesswoman that you are and dear, dear friend out in the world. Where did you start and how did the two of you get to the place of, or how did you get to the place of desiring to start a business? And, you know, we, so Vern and I got married really young. He was 19 and I was 20 and we had just an instant family and, as our, I think our, we were done having kids when we were about 24, we had all of our kids. And when I was 25 or 26, we had just moved to Florida um, with a job that Vern took. And I just loved, I loved what we had. I think one of the tricks was, is that we just really enjoyed spending time together. And I wanted to spend time with my family all of the time. And I know we had to have a job. I know he had to have a job. We had to, you know, obviously have a house and and food and all the things, but we started out and, you know, and that was back, you know, a long time ago when we, we did have cell phones. We had flip phones back then, um, which weren't as common. And we just knew that we wanted something a little bit more. And we kept thinking, how can we do this? And we decided at that point that we were going to do everything possible that we could that would keep our family together all the time as much as possible. And we wanted to build a business together. 
And we just kind of jumped in not knowing what we were doing. And it kind of started with the dream of I saw an RV, Jen. I was obsessed with RVs. Like my kids, you know, they were little. I think my oldest at this point was eight or nine. And an RV would drive down the road and I'd be like, oh my gosh, look at that. We could live in an RV. And I had never been in one before. And we went to the state fair and we walked into an RV and I had my family and I thought I could totally do this. And that one moment changed our whole life. It just was this big pivot. And we decided we, well, I guess my daughter was only five actually, because she was just about to start kindergarten. And we decided that we wanted to just pivot everything in our life right then. And we did everything possible to prepare ourselves to be able to build a business that we could do as a family where my husband could be home. And I wanted to homeschool my kids, which was a totally like derailed my husband a little bit, big pivot. Like we just made this pivot change in our life. And it took us three years to figure out what type of business we could start and have it running. And the moment that we did that, I think everything changed in our mind and we realized we could do anything we wanted to do as far as what our passion was. My husband's passion was butterflies. Um, And so that was one of our first businesses as we started importing and exporting butterflies. And we just decided if we're going to be living this life, let's do what we want to do and what brings us joy and what brings us passion. And that was kind of the start of us becoming business owners and starting multiple businesses and just trying to trying to create something different. We didn't want to just do what we saw. Not that our parents did anything wrong. We didn't want to recreate that life of go to work, come home, watch TV, put our kids to bed, get up the next morning and do the same thing. So that was kind of our big our big pivot change for us. What were your conversations with Vernon and and how, so it seems like you're super clear on aspects of, of yeses, full body yeses for you or, or divine messages, right. That are coming through. And what, what did conversations look like in your partnership? You know, I was really clear on what I wanted. My poor husband was like, what are you talking about? Um, I was really clear on what I thought I wanted to do. And the thing that I love about him is that he, you know, even when it came down to our kids with educating them, he's like, you know what, we both are obviously over our kids, right? But this is your, like your main role. If this is what you want to do, then I'm going to let you take it hundred percent. I'm going to support you. And that's how I was. If you want to start a business, honey, then I'm going to support you. And it took a little bit of convincing. He was like, you can't live in an RV. Like, you know, there was an internet that was travelable. Everything was so different. And we just realized that if it's something that I really wanted, I had a vision of what I wanted. He had the same vision. He didn't necessarily have it as he wanted to spend time with the kids. He wanted to own a business. And so we just sat down and we just troubleshooted together and we wrote out every pro, every con, and then every con that there was, then we found a way around it and we figured it out. So really, we just decided, should we do this? And then it's like anything else you do. When you decide you want to do it, you just have to figure out how to solve the problems that might be standing in your way. And then how to take the, because we did have like, we did have qualities and bonuses, things that gave us a little bit of a leg up here or there. And we decided with those things, we were just going to magnify them as much as possible. Does that make any sense? Like just troubleshooted our way around it to make sure. And 
he's just the most amazing, supportive, happy, wonderful person. It was, it was just a great, it was a great process. It really, we grew as a partnership. I probably think during that time, more than a lot of things, because we had so many unknowns that we had to navigate together. I love that so much. My husband and I have the blessing of being able to build businesses alongside one another. And while there's so many moments of having absolutely no idea how we're going to get through the day or what's going to come tomorrow, it has been a tremendous blessing of learning how to communicate differently. And one of the the keys to this life and to growing a business is I love how you just shared having this list of cons and then figuring a way around it. When you want something deep enough and you really can see it coming to fruition, you just figure it out. You pause, take a step back, look at it in a different way, have more conversations, gather more information, right? It's it's beautiful to see the strength that comes from all of that and the power of relationships too. I was having a conversation with a girlfriend the other day and thinking of the couples that make it on the planet to their last maybe signature piece in life and how much respect they seem to have for one another due to everything that we get to experience, right? The ups, the downs, the twists, the turns, the glorious moments and and how how great the really micro wins and the macro wins feel when you get to celebrate them due to the strength that you're building. Looking back over the years, and we were just talking about this, you and I, is when you're going through that hard trial for a moment, you're like, oh my goodness, this is so hard. But we look back and um, we were actually talking to a couple that we met. Um, We meet the most amazing people. You know, most of the people we meet are retired. And I love, in fact, I've been putting together love stories of how people met when we meet these amazing couples on the road. I think the thing that is hard in the moment to remember, but if we remember it helps, is when I look back at when we have really, as a couple and as a family, been able to grow, it's when we had, like, the wins are great, but the failures at the time are hard. But some of our biggest failures and some of the hardest things we've done, I am so, like, honestly grateful for them because if they wouldn't have happened, we wouldn't have had to grow our relationship stronger or we wouldn't have had to be more creative in a trial and those are the things that I am I really am honestly grateful for all of those because well and plus it makes the wins feel even better, right? But <laughs> those experiences I, I would never I wouldn't change for anything. Yeah. And when we get to hear them when we're vulnerable with one another and share some of those roughest parts of the river, I think that that also brings it into perspective too for us, right? Of like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone in this whole entire process, which is so exciting for what what you've created right now for this chapter of your life. So butterflies, how do you learn about importing and exporting butterflies? Yeah. So my husband had a mentor growing up, a gentleman who never had any of his own kids. And he brought my my husband in and taught him some of these crazy hobbies that he had. And one of them was butterflies. And he would take my husband to Thailand and Brazil and all these places. And my husband became a hobbyist entomologist and he had a love for Lepidoptera, which is butterflies. And we had a washing machine that broke and we had like no money. Jen. Like this is when we were, you know, like lots of kids and we're just figuring out and doing our own thing. And 
And uh, my husband bought a butterfly for $500 back then instead of a washing machine. And I'm like, all right, I know this is like a once in a lifetime butterfly, but we just, that was in the middle of that big pivot that we were having. We decided, wait a second, if you're going to pay $500 for a butterfly, someone else is going to pay $500 for a butterfly. And he started telling me as he was in um, Papua New Guinea, he met a family and this gentleman would go out and he would collect butterflies and moths and he would send them over to universities and collectors. And my husband said, you know, they live in a blue tarp. They literally have a blue tarp on a frame. And he said, you know, if we did this, we could bless others' lives too. And so we just started networking with with fellow collectors, with people that they had been taken out with guides in different countries. And we started reaching out to some of these guides and their families. And it was just so amazing because they really their standard of living, they were so happy. But I looked and I thought, oh my goodness, you're in a tarp. Like, what can we do to help? And so we started, not that we needed to help, but what can we do to bless you for blessing us? And um, we just started working with a lot of these smaller families in different countries. And we worked a system where they would just collect and they would send them to us. We would help them with their CITES permits and things. And then we would sell the collectors in the U.S. So it was really organic. It was a little hard back then because they didn't have access to um, email and things very often. You know, things have changed so much with connectivity. And we just started networking and finding amazing people all over the world that would collect. They would send to us. And then my husband would go back in the day of forums, go on to butterfly forums and just say, hey, I have this amazing species. And we just started selling and importing that way. And it just kind of blew up. It was a really fun adventure for my kids, for my husband. It was just, and again, it's going back to that. It was his passion. So he was just so happy. That is awesome. I love that. And there's um, a, a neat part, which we can share or not share, Vern told me that maybe during that chapter before the RV experience, possibly, um, were you living, where were you living with kids in, was it in the, like a portion of a storefront or something <laughs> like that? We did. So my husband, um, obviously we could, we quit our job back then. Right. And we started doing butterflies and my husband was also a fencer and he had broken his wrist, um, during the Olympic national, the Olympic national trials. And he started coaching and fencing and he said, well, honey, <laughs> let's be super ingenious because we obviously have to have an amazing place to live you know, just a roof over our head because we were just starting these businesses. So we ended up getting a loft. It was um, like this crazy storefront loft. And there was not, Jen, there was not one speck of white. There was like eyeballs painted, lizards painted. The stairs upstairs were literally a serpent that was carved out of foam. And the bedroom was like four feet tall. Like it was just this crazy, it used to be like a psychedelic kind of shop <laughs> but it was so fun the shower was freestanding like in the middle of like it was just yeah it was just this crazy little thing and um we moved there because my husband started teaching fencing and we used that opportunity to again my passion jen was to stay home with my kids my passion was to just i wanted to be a mom i was living my passion my husband didn't he didn't hate what he was doing he didn't love what he was doing but he didn't like regret it. He knew that was what he wanted to do for his family. But we kept thinking, what is your passion? So he started teaching fencing and we lived in a crazy kind of psychedelic loft. And it was so fun because my kids could buy, ride their bikes around in it. It was like a big jungle gym. And 
if you look back at at the time as a mom, I'm like, no wonder my mom was kind of freaking out. Like, where are you moving your kids into this crazy place? But it was the best memories. And again, it was just, he got to do what he loved and he loved teaching and he helped so many students. So yeah, we did. We lived in a crazy psychedelic serpent loft. (laughs) It was so fun. So, so fun. I was beyond grateful to be in your, your space and and energy and learning and growing together with uh, many other sisters and getting to have conversations with Vern (laughs) when he was sharing with all of this was like a whole nother (laughs) understanding of where your creativity comes from, where your zest and, and sense of adventure comes from and, and the true free spirit that, that both of you are that you created together and, it's it's beautiful to to see that. So from butterflies, where where did you go in business and and how did you choose your next steps? So at that time, my husband was designing custom wheelchairs and um, he really loved it. But we took that little bit of time um, to stop and he started doing butterflies and fencing. And we took that time to build a consulting company that he could work while we traveled. Um, I started selling Mary Kay makeup and he, we just decided, you know, you go all in. I'm like, I'm going to get my car in six months. We're going to do this. And so we went all in and we got the Mary Kay car and we did that whole thing. And we just started getting, I'm so grateful for those little experiences because we got, we got the, I'm going to call it the addiction to owning your own business, the addiction to being your own boss, to making your own life, your own schedule. We went from that to, um, we traveled for a while. We did a little TV show for a bit for TLC. We did some networking with Arvine. And then we stopped traveling for a while because we wanted our kids to have their own passions. So we gave each of our kids six months to choose what they want. And my oldest chose six months doing this and we did what she wanted. And when we got to our third child, his six months is he wanted to be a farmer. So we went to Oregon and we found a mentor and he trained my son to be a farmer and he fell in love with it. And so my next son, my fourth child wanted to be a farmer too. So we bought a farm and we became one of the largest free organic free range um, egg layers and meat producers in Oregon. And so we just started a big family farm together and we absolutely loved it. And then from there, we felt really inspired that we needed to move to where our older children were as they were moving away. And so we moved and I, my husband started a wheelchair company and that's how I got into e-com. I started my first e-com brand, um, which was lingerie of all things, wasn't my niche, but it was really, I'm like, oh, all the experts say you should send something that doesn't weigh anything. I'm like, what doesn't weigh anything? Well, lingerie weighs four ounces. And I fell in love with e-com and not so much the product. And that's when I started really pivoting and finding what I wanted to focus on. And um, I'm so grateful for all of those. I ended up opening a home decor business and ended up opening a really successful candle business that I sold. And now I'm doing what my real passion is. And I have the best job ever. I don't even call it a job. I am able to coach other women that are starting their brands We've just kind of gone, you know, each little step takes you to the next step. And I feel like everything that we did all those years up to now put me in the position now to where I can do what I really love. And it gave me all of the experience I need. So that's kind of where we just went from thing to thing. And now we're here and it's awesome. (laughs) It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. 
Yeah, it's remarkable getting into multi-level marketing. What are they what what is the current term for I don't know, but yes, yes. <laughs> the MLM yeah. world does teach you a lot, doesn't it? It does. And and it's a beautiful community of people that is really pouring into training and education and either supporting one another or truly getting the opportunity to build in a structure and format that's supportive to help you create and get to experience that entrepreneurial energy in a, a different way. And um, yeah, so how fun. I You blew through all of this in about two minutes, which is remarkable because that is not what it took to do all of this. Um, I'm curious. So you choose a, a product that weighs four ounces, and then you end up kind of going out with a big, big, beautiful um, firework in... I was honored to be able to see this portion of, of your journey um, in creating candles and in the whole story around finding a mentor for yourself who created candles, um, always doing such quality research, aligning with what it is that you really, really want and making it happen. Candles are a lot different than four ounces. What were the what were the weights of the packages that you were shipping out for your candles? And, and you were making big, beautiful, gorgeous candles. Yeah. We had a four foot long, all of our candles were, had a wood, a wooden bowl. They were made of a bowl and we had a four foot candle that weighed, um, gosh, I want to say it was 13 to 16 pounds when it was finished. Um, so that was a big navigating thing to learn. And, um, I, I went, you know, do you know why I went to candles was it was just one of those things where I really feel like you have to follow, you have to follow. Sometimes we don't have a plan. Obviously, the time we don't have a plan, do we? <laughs> we have a plan, but we don't know how we're going to get to the end result. I'm huge, yes. I'm a big believer. You make a goal, you figure out what you want. Sometimes you don't know how you're going to get there. And I had a product, a wooden bowl, and I was part of a group that really taught you how to hop on deal sites and things and do trending things. And at first that's how I was running my business. And, um, I found a trendy wood bowl and I was selling it on these deal sites and it was so popular, Jen. It was doing so good. So I bought a bunch more and then it kind of slowed down and I had two choices. And I think this is like a really good comparison for everything in our life. I had two choices. I could like, well, that was a bummer and just find the next trending thing and lose a bunch of money or I could figure out what to do with it. So I started making candles inside of it and it was like the worst candle. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no concept. Um, but I started putting candles inside of these, these beautiful bowls. And I just thought I'm going to do something different with what I have. And it just kind of took off and it flew. And within, I would say about two months, we went from doing them in my home to having to get a warehouse that was about 4,000 square feet. And then the next warehouse that was 3,000 and the next warehouse. And we just started taking a concept and decided to just master it and try to be the best at what we were doing with it. And it just kind of blew up and it was so fun to, again, it's about that learning process, right? That whole time I was constantly learning and that's what made it so fun is I wasn't stagnant. And so we did, we just kind of did a big pivot and it, it I'm grateful for it. It was a great pivot. It's so fun. So, so fun. 
And, and it doesn't, again, matter what it is that you're choosing if you're determined to figure it out. And so many people in this journey, not given the same background that you, you came into all of this with potentially would walk away from those bowls or would have a different choice to make or sell them for pennies on the dollar to get rid of them and and then go choose their next thing or walk back into wherever their next chapter may be, which is perfect for each individual. No make wrong there, but there's something so different about the entrepreneurial spirit that's not going to give up. That's really choosing to take the next step and that you have had all of these opportunities to now get to pour into these ladies that you're working with. So I was um, with you at the the very beginning stages of, of watching that all come together. You have such tremendous expertise in email marketing, in nurturing relationships, in providing such quality products to the customers and developing those relationships. And now you're getting to do that for other women that are starting their businesses. I know you've been doing that all along. There's there's no way that you have been making it out in the world without sprinkling fairy dust everywhere that you go for all those that you are encountering. But tell us more about what, what it is that you're creating now and how you're supporting these ladies. And if anyone else is interested in coming to join you for this, this chapter of the journey. Yeah. I think you said the key word, I think when it comes to all businesses, and I think sometimes with e-com people forget that you can focus on the person. And so we really focus on the relationship marketing side with how important it is to build a relationship with our customer, no matter what you're selling, if it's a pencil or a candle, like whatever it is, bridging that gap between online shopping and making that person feel important. And so we really have a couple programs where we focus on the back end of your business, which is going to be that email marketing, your upsells, your cross-sells, your website, and really finding a way to what we call our practically perfect person, our PPP really finding out how to talk to them and creating a your product to help give them the desires they have and solve the problems that we have. Um, and so we really focus on helping. Um, we specifically work with women, helping women learn how to do that in their business so they can take, for me, that's the harder end for my business partner. She loves that end, but taking that back inside and making it unique and fun, but turning it into that money-making machine. So then you can go out and you can focus on that front end of your business, which is the marketing and the building relationships and influencers and all the things that now you know exactly who you're talking to. And now you can also, again, focus on the relationship marketing side. I, I love working with people in general and really taking that divider. Um, for us, we do a lot of influencer work, taking that divider away from just focusing on your customer, but focus on everyone in your world. Focus on the influencers that you work with. Focus on anyone that you have relationships with and just really building a brand of community. And so we focus on helping women build community through their Facebook, their Instagram, their emails, um, through creative marketing. One thing that we really like to focus on is creative marketing. We have had to be, I know my husband and I personally have had to become really creative in what type of business we want to start and how are we going to market it? And so really we call it the three G's 
build fun reasons why people want to be with you. If you sell, we have a gal that that does a Christmas product. And if you focus on Christmas, how can you make Christmas so fun and amazing for everyone around you? And just building creativity, getting away from just kind of hiding behind a screen and selling a product, but creating a reason for people to come back to. And that's what we do. And we work with hundreds of just amazing women. It's just, it's been extremely fulfilling for me. In this journey of entrepreneurship, it's so important to have a community and and know that you and I were brought together through Allison J. Prince's community. And it's such a such a gift to have that, to be at different stages in the journey, to get to see women who want to make an impact and a shift and change in their life. And I know my mom always had so many ideas and one of them was some form of something in the car, right? Like the the sunshades and when things would come out, she'd get so frustrated because she's like, oh, I had these ideas. So to be in a place on the planet where you can do anything you want, brands, you can create. I feel like this is always the case, but there were definitely people that did it and there were people that didn't. And we still have that happening. And the support that is created now to be able to lean in and step in and and do that. So are are people at a certain stage in their journey that that are ideal candidates to work with you or is it truly from the beginning or what's who who is your uh, uh practically perfect person? I love that. Yeah. You know, our practically perfect person isn't at the beginning stage. And that's what's so wonderful because there are, like you just said, there are amazing communities for women that are just starting to grow their business. We are working with women that have grown their business and that now they're really focusing on their brand. And so kind of like the journey that I took where I started out doing a lot of deal sites and different things until I figured out what I wanted to sell. So we're working with women that have that perfect product that are ready to sell that product and create a brand, but they don't really know who to talk to or where to find their person. That's the one thing we really help them with. And so women that are that have been working, they have their website already, um, but now they need to kind of tweak it and they need to change it and take it to the next level of becoming more of a brand than just a product. And that's what we focus on is we want you to be a brand. We don't want you just to be a product and we want you to help. We want to help you find those people But our kind of our term that we use is we call it the forever customer. One of the things that Michelle, my partner, she is, you've met Michelle. She is amazing. The thing, uh, we found each other through an amazing community. I'm so grateful that I got to be a part of when I first started my business. And we really were struggling because we felt like we were just swimming upstream. We'd swim, swim, swim. We'd find someone, we'd sell our product and they wouldn't come back or sometimes they would. And we started looking at, wait a second, what if we focused on making them our forever customer? And that's what we do in our one customer away program as you can have 8,000 sales, you can have 50,000 people on your email list, but you could also have 3,000 people on your email list and you can um, nurture them that they're going to come back over and over again. And that's that relationship marketing. And so we were talking one day about this. This is about three years ago. And we both decided I'm tired of constantly looking for the next customer. You do have to do that. You have to go out and market. 
but I am spending all this time and energy. I want to retain and keep those customers. And that's why we built the program we did because from the back end and the front end, we focused the whole time on keeping that customer forever. And so we started looking at our analytics. And so then about fast forward six months after putting all these ideas we had, we started looking at our analytics. Jen, she had 64 people come back to her store and purchase again, like repurchased 64 times in two and a half years. I had 60 people that repurchased again in two and a half in two and a half years. So she she got me by four. I was so excited. And what is so cool about that is two and a half years is 365 days times two, right? And a little and some change. Those customers, when we did the math, came back every two to three weeks and bought from us again. And when you can actually do that. Instead of constantly searching for new people or the new product that's popular, if you can really hone in, if you haven't, like, here's this bracelet. If this bracelet is the thing that you know everybody loves, then find the person that can benefit from that and resell to them. And so that's what we focus on is that forever customer. We want you, we want the people we work with, especially to just realize that you don't have to just chase after the dollar every day in the customer. You can find the customer and then use systems that are going to keep them coming. So that's what we focus on. I get a little passionate about it because I think, do you want to know, can I just tell you this conversation yes. I had? You are so lit up and it makes my heart so happy. <laughs> I just get so excited. Um, someone asked me, we just had a retreat in Mexico and they said, what was your very like, and it kind of makes me cry. I don't know why. What is your biggest success in your business? And the biggest success when I knew that I hit my level of success that I wanted was when I received, I, I am a grandma. Most of my customers, it's really important to know who your person is, right? Who you're talking to. Most of my customers were grandma. And when I had my last grandson, a customer of mine who I've never met, made me a literal hand-sewn quilt and sent it to me as a baby gift. And I received, I think we counted up, I think there was like 20 something cards and like 17 gifts, gifts for a grandchild, for me, for people I've never met. When my son got married, well, not only did my social media go crazy, I wanted him to marry my granddaughter. He's so cute. But we received wedding gifts because my son was part of my team. And I always shared my team. My customer knew everything about my business. And I think for me, that is when I went for me, that was success that my customers felt like I cared about them so much because I do. And they cared about me so much that they were sending. It wasn't about the gift. It was about the thought that I was able to create such a community for them that they felt like I was part of your life. That to me was my biggest moment of, I think I made it. Like, I know I made it. That was my desire. And so that's what I love about having an e-com business is you don't have to be in a storefront and talking to them face to face. You can build relationships with them. So I love it. That's the whole forever customer thing that I could just, it, it does. It lights me up because it's just, it's powerful. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's truly one of my biggest questions is what, what does success mean to you or what, what, what experience was success to you during the journey? Because there's so many different versions of what is pulling us forward and what truly fills our heart at the end of the day. These numbers only last for a period of time. Analytics, while they're incredible and they tell us a lot of information only last for moments in time, but it's the connection, right? It's, it's truly being able to 
give and receive the energy exchange. And when you're able to do that with our customers and yet create the freedom, create the life that it is that we're desiring to create. I know that was a massive intention of mine when I first started this company was I worked in a herbal apothecary and people would come in all the time, but they wanted us, they wanted a quick fix and they wanted something within 15 minutes to change their life. And at the end of the day, I was exhausted of like holding energy for so many different people and bouncing back and forth. And so I thought one, this, there's an opportunity to reach the globe and I can do it without, with choosing what it is that I want to spend, how I want to spend my day. Granted, that takes a lot of effort, time, and energy for a consistent period of time. And and then you get to pump slowly over time. Um, but yeah, it takes takes a while for that water to start flowing through the through the well. Ah, uh, what a what a huge gift. And one of the things that I I believe that you implemented for it's Hive and Home, is that correct? Mm-hmm. A business that you last one of the most recent businesses you've built and sold. Congratulations. Yeah. Such a beautiful, beautiful accomplishment is allowing your customer to get to know you in, in your email or the form of communication with them. So would you mind sharing sort of what the intention is there and maybe what your first three emails are as you're beginning to develop a relationship and create, create flow and that nurturing energy I can just see your customers, myself being one of them, like quickly getting to know who you are and fall in love with you as well as the brand and want to come back. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it really starts with, and this is kind of a cold way to say it, and I hate to say it, but for like time sake wise, oftentimes people don't care about you until they know that you care about them. And so that is really important to me because that relationship, it couldn't be like, hi, I'm Katie and I do this and I'm going to save your day or I'm going to do whatever. They would have been so maybe turned off or so uninterested. So one of the things that we feel is so important and when you start the systems course, the thing that we focus the most on is the practically perfect person, really getting to know them. We have ways that we go online and we we. If they've purchased from us, we follow them, we see what they're interested in, but then we start thinking about them as a person and the problem that they're having. Why are they purchasing from you or the result that they want? And so I think the key is really knowing your PPP and what their desires are. And then we go over creating a big result. And there's a process that we take you through that creates the result. And then you start sharing that with your customer and you drip in a little bit about yourself. And then we really talk a lot about connection points when you're writing emails and we have nine connection points. And with my customers, because my customers were an older demographic, I didn't think they were. I started when I started, I thought it was going to be that Instagram mommy that was 34 with the big house and the white kitchen and the three kids and matching dresses. And that's who I was talking to. And I wasn't converting. And when I realized who I was talking to, it made a difference. And so really talking to them and then dripping in parts of yourself with connection points. How can I connect? What is something I have in common with them? And so it's really that slow process. And it's not that slow, but the first few emails it's really making them feel like you're getting to know them because you are. And we have ways that you ask them questions and you get responses and you find out what their needs are. 
And so I think that's the key is until someone knows that you truly are invested and you care, they usually don't get invested with you, especially in an online relationship where they don't see you. In person, it's so much easier, isn't it? So that's the key is really putting your customer first and then dripping in yourself as you go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just fun because, oh my goodness, you know, we literally had customers that just every email would respond back and they would email and talk and making sure that you are giving them that same time. If someone's willing to invest time and respond back and give you a moment of their time, really making sure that you're doing that yourself and you're giving a moment of yourself back. I think that was the biggest key. So fun. So, so fun. Well, thank you bunches and bunches and bunches for all of your time this morning and joining us and being here and sharing your story. I know this is going to impact so many lives and look forward to hearing the comments and curiosities and where can everyone find you? Ecom Dream Do Scale. We do have a really amazing free community on Facebook. It's Ecom Boss Life. And come on over. We do some amazing things. We are all about setting intentional goals um, and setting intentions that are going to help you move your business. So every Monday, if you want, come on over. We do a system called 135, and that's where we focus on your first main thing, the three next things, and then your five smaller tasks for the week really in an intentional way. And we share those and we do a little free training every Monday. And then we do boss life talk um, throughout the group. But if you're looking for a place, if you are a business owner or you're wanting to be, it's an amazing group of women, this community. It's just, I, I do believe one of the biggest things that helped me in my business is finding women that could lift me and women that I could help lift. And when you have a community and a place where you can belong and find that is so, so amazing. So it's the Ecom Boss Life on Facebook. And um, I'll give you a link too to some of the things we're doing. And we always have workshops that are free and fun activities that we're doing. We're doing a Digging for Gold one next week um, and helping people see that they can find gold, our customers in their own backyard without spending money on ads and all the things. So come on over and join us. It's just great women over there. It's fun. We just have fun. (laughs) Fun Don't you think learning is fun now? Like when you were a kid, sometimes like, why am I learning this? And now don't you just, I just want to suck up every ounce of knowledge I can get. Yes, 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 yes. I was working with one of my teammates, Jacqueline, the other day, and she's like, I I wish my body could keep up with all the things that I want to do. And there's so many days that I'm like, oh, if I didn't need to sleep, it would be so good because there's so much that we get to do this lifetime. And when we align our energy and our passion and our purpose, and we are helping and we are receiving it, you just, you have endless energy and desire to keep learning and growing. And it gives you the energy too to do the things that don't really light you up along the way, which are required and or needed to pivot and learn and grow. So it's that uh, balance, right? Of also one thing I had to really learn the last few years is making sure I take time to also stop and breathe and focus on family and myself. And so you're right. It's like, how many hours could I have more in the day? And sometimes we just, we only have so many. So finding ways to utilize them. Yes, a hundred percent. And balance and family and travel and all of those things are so important. 
fill us in in our own own ways to keep us going as well. So um, for for that being said, this next chapter and journey of what you all are creating is um, traveling through Europe. Is is that true? So people can can follow your journey and in, in your next steps too. We are traveling full time again. We're really blessed. One of our daughters and her family are traveling in the States right now with us. And um, in February, we are going to Europe for a couple of years. We're shipping our RV. We have a little tiny RV right now, which has been really, it's this cute little itty bitty thing here. It's so tiny and it's so fun to to downsize, but we are shipping it to Europe and we're going to spend a few years in Europe just exploring and and I love history and just meeting new people. It's going to be a great, great journey. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I'm so grateful for everyone to get to know you and learn learn your journey and, and a bit of your story. Enjoy the rest of your day. And um, everyone, thank you for tuning in. And we will catch you next week. Have an amazing week. Thanks, Jen. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. One of the most generous things you could do at this moment is head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review this podcast if it touched your heart or helped you in some way. All of us here are wishing you a phenomenal day filled with love, abundance, and infinite possibilities. Until next time.